You might not think of connected medical devices as critical infrastructure, but they are. And new cybersecurity holes keep opening up in medical devices. The latest ones, though, have the attention of two agencies. From the FDA, the Deputy Director of the Office of Strategic Partnerships and Technology Innovation in FDA's Center for Devices and Radiological Health, Dr. Suzanne Schwartz joins me. Dr. Schwartz, good to have you on. Good morning and thank you. And from the Homeland Security Department's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, the Associate Director for Vulnerability Management, Boyden Rohner. Ms. Rohner, good to have you on. Thank you for having me. Let's start on this issue of connected medical devices. What is the issue going on that you're finding? There's some holes here in their operating systems, as I understand it, that have really got the FDA worried. Dr. Schwartz? Yes, FDA has been working on the issues of vulnerabilities identified in medical devices, particularly connected medical devices, for several years now. And um, our posture has been one of leaning forward so that as vulnerabilities are learned about as they are brought forward to the agency by uh, different researchers and other parties, um, we look to do a pretty comprehensive assessment of what its impact would be on the functionality of those devices and therefore uh, on its effects on human lives. Uh, So as vulnerabilities most recently came to our attention with respect to a uh, package called Urgent 11, we mobilized in getting a better understanding of what its potential impact could be working with others within the ecosystem and notably with our uh, partners at uh, CISA as well. And Ms. Rohner, the critical infrastructure concern of your directorate, a medical device initially would seem to be, well, that's me and my doctor, and if someone hacks it, I'm in trouble. But how does this add up to the larger picture that CISA looks up of the national critical infrastructure? Absolutely. Um, well, CISA is responsible for looking across all 16 uh, sectors uh, to find commonalities and then find ways to reduce the risks in ways that uh, transcend the different sectors, uh, public health being one of them. And so what does CISA bring to this uh, effort that FDA is dealing with, this Urgent 11? Urgent 11 sounds like something you would call out on a hospital intercom. In this specific case, there were uh, 11 specific uh, vulnerabilities that were identified that are in uh, operating systems that were used by a number of medical devices. And CISA brings the technical expertise for IT and industrial control systems vulnerabilities. Um, We work closely with the security research community to bring their findings uh, to the attention of the manufacturers or the vendors, and then work with them to uh, find a way to um, patch or remediate the vulnerabilities the security researcher communities found. And Dr. Schwartz, what's the nature of the devices and how many are there, do we know, out there in the ecosystem? And what could be the effects if someone were to hack into these operating systems? Or what, what does uh, Urgent 11 do? What's the danger to the patients? Yeah, it's important to note uh, that Urgent 11 affects operating systems, broadly speaking, well outside of the medical device and healthcare ecosystem. I I do want to point that out um, and that there could be lots and lots of consumer types of devices or devices that absolutely have nothing to do with healthcare that are actually also impacted by Urgent 11. FDA became aware of 
the concerns around particularly devices that have these operating systems that are in the medical realm and that are specifically under our own oversight, uh, and they span uh, across uh, many, many different types of medical devices. Um, it's very hard to put a number behind the magnitude of it because, again, we're talking about operating systems uh, that uh, are uh, pretty ubiquitous and um, what makes this one particularly difficult is that the discovery of the type of third-party software component that's involved in this particular set of vulnerabilities is still in the process of ongoing discovery. Uh, and so as we learn more about it, um, there could be even broader impact across multiple medical device manufacturers. We're speaking with Dr. Suzanne Schwartz, Deputy Director of the Office of Strategic Partnerships and Technology Innovation at the Center for Devices and Radiological Health at FDA. And Boyden Rohner is Associate Director for Vulnerability Management at the Homeland Security Department's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. But is it in vulnerabilities, in pacemakers? Are they in dialysis machines? What are some of the medical possibilities? And they could be in different types of equipment, uh, not pacemakers. We're talking about more uh, capital type of equipment investments that uh, are made by hospitals, uh, different types of monitoring equipment, uh, and uh, what I would advise, what FDA has advised in the safety communication that we issued is that uh, one keep a close eye on the postings that are being made by medical device manufacturers and that are also incorporated on the CISA bulletin that represents kind of a rolling uh, notification of medical devices that could be impacted uh, and what the appropriate steps or mitigations are in order to avoid those vulnerabilities from being um, exploited. And Ms. Rohner, how does the word get out? How do you mobilize the industry? Because it sounds like a disparate bunch of companies involved here. Yes. Well, the first thing that we advise um, anyone who is in the um, IT or um, community is to sign up for alerts from the CISO website. Uh, that's where you'll get real-time notifications um, and updates to um, previously published um, alerts and bulletins that, that we write based on our interaction with the security research community or the sector specific agencies, in this case, um, FDA. And so uh, we, would, uh, we would encourage all of our customers to go there and sign up for our alerts. And is there any evidence that anyone has exploited this weakness, or this hole, this vulnerability? And if not, have you had a chance to maybe study it, find out what its lateral movement plans might be, or what it, maybe it's sitting there waiting and wait and it'll activate sometime down the line? Have you had a chance to really analyze it? Dr. Schwartz? FDA isn't aware of any exploitation of this vulnerability, certainly not within the medical device or healthcare ecosystem. And that is something that we are continuously monitoring for uh, with the close coordination that we have uh, with healthcare organizations, 
with uh, Department of Health and Human Services and through our uh, communication in the healthcare ISAC, the Information Sharing Analysis Center as well. And Ms. Rohner, it sounds like if it's something that is not confined just to medical devices, there could be that lateral movement. Has uh, CISA been looking at that? Yes. I mean, that is a big part of uh, what the expertise that we bring is doing that research to see how these could be exploited. Uh, to my knowledge, um, these have not been exploited and uh, at this point, aside for uh, re- research purposes. Um, but yes, that is exactly the uh, the purpose that we serve in this ecosphere. And my understanding is that medical devices are often pretty much behind the times when it comes to operating systems. The manufacturers work on functions of the devices but they don't really get deep into the IT very often in terms of the latest and most secure operating systems. Do you think this will maybe spark a change in that way of that industry? We're seeing changes every day in the industry to be more security focused. Um, in, in the case of medical devices, some of them were conceived of before uh, before they were heavily networked, um, you know, before security was as prominent in people's minds as it is now. So we are we're seeing positive trends in that development. From FDA's perspective, we've seen a fair amount of progress over the past several years with our issuing of policy and uh, representing what it is that we expect to see of manufacturers as they design new devices, what type of security, how rigorous that security needs to be as uh, being built in from the onset of a new device development. And I I think that with Urgent 11 and other types of broad vulnerabilities that have been brought to our attention, uh, there's been greater awareness and a recognition that uh, we cannot be reactive. We really need to be forward uh, uh, thinking and proactive in addressing these issues before an attack actually occurs. Dr. Suzanne Schwartz is Deputy Director of the Office of Strategic Partnerships and Technology Innovation at the Center for Devices and Radiological Health at the FDA. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. And Boyden Rohner is Associate Director for Vulnerability Management at the Homeland Security Department's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Thank you also. It's been my pleasure. We'll post this interview and a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.